Okay, so after all that background on Eidet Nasadayan, let's move now on to the words of the tour here in Siman Zayin in Choshen Mishpat. So it says the tour as follows. Ein Ed Nasadayan, <clears throat> in other words, a witness cannot become a Dayan. Bedafka Ed Shemeid, Kegoni Meid, Echad Minayad Ayanim, Bifnei Chaverav al Maseh Shera'a, Eino Echol Yitzterech. But it's only referring to an aid to a witness that actually testified. In other words, so if one of the Dayanim testified regarding a certain matter in front of the other Dayanim, then then he cannot join them afterwards to rule on that case, to serve as a Dayan on that case. But if he's not actively testifying, for example, if all three Dayanim saw the issue um, which, you know, that's, that's the issue that they need to rule upon, and they saw the event itself. In other words, even if they had intent to witness it, in other words, when they were witnessing that event, they had intent to serve as witnesses, nevertheless, if they saw it during a time that they had the potential to also do din, in other words, during the daytime, that's what he means, then they are they can become Dayanim and they're allowed to rule upon that which they saw based on their eyesight. But if they did not see it at a time that they were uh, could do din, then they cannot judge that case based on their eyesight. So I'll just explain again what he's referring to when he says, that even if they had intent to serve as witnesses when they saw it. So I mentioned uh, several recordings ago that there is an opinion of the Rashbam regarding, and he says it on the sugiyav, that three came to visit the, the person who was on his deathbed, that the Rashbam claimed that even if a person is not actively testifying, and even if he saw the event at the time during the daytime where he could serve as a dayan, if he had intent to serve as an aide, to serve as a witnesses, witness, that already defines him as a witness. What and what is the source for this Rashbam? So this Rashbam is based on a Gemara in Masechet Makot, which addresses the following case. We know that the basic halacha uh, requires, uh, you know, for most issues of uh, monetary matters, uh, certainly capital issue matters, that you have two witnesses. What happens if you have three witnesses? So generally, three and two, it's all the same. In other words, there's no advantage to the numbers. Once you have two, it doesn't matter if you have two or if you have 100. But let's say those three witnesses, one of them is a pasul ed. In other words, it's an aide who is disqualified from serving as a witness for whatever reason that it may be. It could be that he's a relative. It could be that he's done some uh, avira, some uh, transgression that now disqualifies him from serving as a witness for whatever the reason is. And he is one of the three. Do we say, okay, let's remove him, and then we still allow the other two to testify? Or do we say, since that this was a group of three that were all witnesses together, once one of them turns out to be a pasude disqualified, that disqualifies the whole group. Okay, so this is a complicated topic, which we will learn when we get to Ilchotidut, the laws of testimony. But the Gemara seems to make a distinction between whether they had in other words, did they have intent to serve as witnesses or not? So the Rashbam says, based on that claim, so if they had intent to serve as witnesses, 
then once one of them turns out to be a pasule, they disqualified witness, that disqualifies all of them to serve as witnesses on that case. But if they did not have intent to serve as witnesses, then they can simply remove the third problematic one, and the two that remain will testify. So based on that, that halakha, the Rashbam claimed that we see that once a person intends to serve as a witness, he already is defined as a witness, and therefore that applies to this case as well, of Eidna Asadayan, that once a person has intent to serve as a witness, he's already uh, defined as a witness, as an aid, and therefore the rule of Ein Eidna Asadayan, that now he cannot serve as a Dayan, apply. However, the Tosfot and many other Rishonim argue with this Rashbam. Some argue that even in that case, that when an aid turned out to be disqualified, that even in that case, it's not enough that he had intent to serve as a witness, but it only applies if he actually came and testified. So they argue there. And some say even if that's the halakha over there, that's a specific case for that reason, but it doesn't apply to our issue of Eid Nasadayan. And that is what the tour here said, that even if they had intent to serve as witness, that does not disqualify them from serving as a Dayan. In other words, he rejects this opinion of the Rashbam, and he allows them, even if they uh, did have intent to serve as witnesses, if it was during the daytime where they can serve as Dayanim, then they are able to rule based on their eyesight. But again, that's only provided that nobody's actively testifying. In other words, all three Dayanim saw, and they're ruling based on just what they saw. As we said, they can rule based on what they saw instead of hearing testimony if they actually saw it in themselves. If, however, not all the Dayanim saw, and one or two of them need to testify before the other Dayanim, then once they've actively testified, as we said, they cannot serve as Dayanim, and that's what the, with the exception of issues of that are rabbinic, the Rabbanan, um, as we saw in the Gemara, but on most matters which are not rabbinic, then once they've testified in front of the other Dayanim, they cannot serve as witnesses, or as we said, if they saw at night where um, they cannot do deen at that time, so then they must testify, they cannot rule based on their eyesight, and then once they testify, they will no longer able to be served as Dayanim.